0: The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate
1: icon at www.relevantradio.com. Can you believe it? Advent is only a week and a half away. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Wednesday, November 17th, 2021. Wednesday of the 33rd week in Ordinary Time and the Missal, it's a liturgical year B, cycle one. Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the Rosary. And today is the Memorial of St. Elizabeth of Hungary, born in 1207, the daughter of the King of Hungary. At the age of 14, she was married and bore three children. She led a life of prayer, sacrifice, and service to the poor and sick. Her husband died in the Crusades and his family threw her out of the palace the return of her husband's allies from the crusades resulted in her being reinstated in 1228 elizabeth joined the secular franciscan order her health declined she died before her 24th birthday in 1231 saint elizabeth of hungary pray for us and let's offer this day to the lord thy hands, O God, we commend ourselves this day and all those who are dear to us. Let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us even to the end of the day. Grant that we never lose sight of thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech thee that our thanks may come to thee again at its close. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray that people who suffer from depression or burnout will find support and a light that opens them up to life.
2: My
3: guardian angel, intercede for me.
2: Anticipation. Anticipation is an emotion, we could say, a feeling that is associated with something that's going to happen in the future, an event that is to transpire, something that is coming. And anticipation can be a negative feeling or a positive feeling perhaps we look to a future event with dread and fear or perhaps we look to that event with great longing and desire and excitement enthusiasm i remember growing up there was there were moments of anticipation and the positive type when my grandparents would come to visit they lived in another state that was about three hours away by car. And so every so often they would drive to our house to visit. And we looked forward to their visits with great anticipation. And looking back now, it amazes me how much we would prepare for those visits. My grandmother was a woman who valued cleanliness. And so knowing that, my mother would insist that we prepare the house well that we tried to clean out our rooms and that we pay a special attention to the kitchen. Um, and I remember we we would go so far as to clean out the oven, uh, scrub the stovetop with SOS pads, make sure that everything was spick and span, everything was ready down to the last detail. And then, of course, the anticipation would grow on the morning when they would arrive. And we would ask ourselves, are they here yet? When are they arriving? We'd go look out the window, keep checking the driveway. Finally, a car would pull up, and we'd think it was the grandparents, but no, it was my father coming in with last-minute errands. And then finally, the car would pull up. The car would pull up and honk, and we would know that they had arrived. We'd run out, greet them there at the car, usher them into the house, give them the royal treatment. A beautiful sense of anticipation, and with that anticipation, preparation. We're in the final weeks of ordinary time, and it's a time in which we look to the future. We look to the end times. We look to the final coming of Christ in glory. And it has this air of expectation, like the arrival of something big. And we hear a lot about judgment. In today's gospel, we are looking at you, Jesus, as you go up to the holy city, as you go up to Jerusalem. And we see how the apostles are excited about this. And they think that this is it, right? That, that the kingdom of God is about to be realized immediately. It's going to happen there in Jerusalem, and it's going to be a big spectacle. And you, Jesus, have to kind of correct their view and purify their view and help them think about the long game. And you, you talk about this parable in which a nobleman goes off to a distant country. He goes far away, and he's gone for a while. And when he finally does return, he returns as king, and as a king who is going to render an account of the activity
3: of
4: his servants.
2: While people were listening to Jesus speak, he proceeded to tell a parable, because he was near Jerusalem, and they thought that the kingdom of God would appear there immediately. So he said, A nobleman went off to a distant country to obtain the kingship for himself and then to return. But when he returned after obtaining the kingship, he had the servants called to whom he had given money to learn what they had gained by trading. The first came forward and said, Sir, your gold coin has earned ten additional ones. He replied, Well done, good servant. You have been faithful in this very small matter. Take charge of ten cities. Then the second came and reported, Your gold coin, sir, has earned five more. And to this servant too, he said, You take charge of five cities. Then the other servant came and said, Sir, here is your gold coin. I kept it stored away in a handkerchief, for I was afraid of you, because you are a demanding man. You take up what you did not lay down, and you harvest what you did not plant. Of course, Lord, this parable is told within the larger context of the return of the king, the impending judgment of God. Throughout your teaching, you speak about these end times, about the fact that the Son of Man is to come on the clouds, he is to come back. In glory to judge the living and the dead. And I don't know, Jesus, but sometimes, at least I find it difficult to think of you as judge. Judgment, we could say, is a kind of a negative word, or it's often given a negative connotation. We don't like to think of God in this way as judge. But if we think about it a little bit, Really, every relationship based in love has an element of judgment. In love, we hold each other accountable. If there were no moments of judgment, there'd be no measure of how our love is going. That's why it's good that people in love point out the ways in which they could love more. Because we expect that from each other. We want to grow in our love. You know, a total lack of judgment would simply be indifference. And so when people are in love, they're not afraid to judge one another so as to help one another to grow. And we look for that accountability
3: when we truly love each other.
2: And so Jesus is going to come back, and that has to matter to us. We have to feel this... Sense of his judgment. When grandma and grandpa were going to arrive, we really cared about that. And it was reflected in the way that we got prepared. It was reflected in the desire, in the longing that we had to see them, which created this anticipation and also a desire to make them happy, a desire to show them our love with deeds. And this is how we want to anticipate the coming of Christ. We said at the beginning that there's two ways of anticipating. Anticipating with fear and dread, or anticipating with longing and desire. Jesus, we know that you're going to come back. We know that we will face you as judge, either when we die or at the end of the world, whatever comes first. And in that moment, we want to, rather, we want to anticipate it now with longing and desire. We don't look at your coming, at your return as king, with fear and anxiety, which is the mentality of that third servant who was afraid of you. No. Rather, we look forward to to your second coming with confidence and with longing like those first two servants. And we seek to make the most of the time here and now to make you happy when you return.
3: We don't know when that's gonna happen.
2: Jesus, you told us very clearly that about that day and hour, no one knows. And so what should we do in the meantime? Well, the answer is
3: very simple. live our
2: life facing Jesus, anticipating his return with longing, and showing how we want to prepare for that coming with our deeds here and now, just as we would prepare for the arrival of grandma and grandpa with specific deeds of love, of preparation. What we do here and now matters. What we don't do here and now matters. Lord, help us not to commit the sin of omission By burying our coin, but rather help us to multiply it into many, many coins of love. We can ask Our Lady that she help us to make the most of the time that we have. She can teach us how to multiply all those little coins. And if we do that, Jesus, you can come back to us happy to see us because we've been facing you all along, we've been facing heaven. We've been facing the end times. We've been anticipating with desire and longing for your return. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you've communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help in putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me.
1: There's more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 16 past the hour. We'll begin the liturgical day next on Daybreak. On the memorial of St. Elizabeth of Hungary, this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's begin the day of prayer. Now we join the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the invitatory psalm at the Office of Readings.
5: Lord, open my lips,
6: and And my my mouth mouth will will proclaim proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in his saints. Come,
7: Come, let us worship God, wonderful in his saints. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness.
8: Come Come before Him, singing for joy. Come, let us
5: worship God, wonderful in His saints. Know that He, the Lord, is God. He made us, we belong to Him. We are His people, the sheep of His flock.
4: Come,
7: let us worship God, wonderful in His saints. Go within His gates, giving thanks. Enter His courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to Him and bless His name. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in His saints.
5: Indeed, how good is the Lord, eternal His merciful love. He is faithful. From age to age,
7: come, let us worship God, wonderful in, in His saints. saints. Glory to the Father and, and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit,
5: as it was, as it was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, now and, and will be forever.
6: Amen.
7: Come,
4: let us worship God, wonderful in, in His saints.
9: Holy God, we. Pray.
7: You Lord, you are my strength.
4: I love you, Lord. You are my strength.
10: I love you, Lord. My strength, my rock, my fortress, my savior. My God is the rock where I take refuge, my shield, my mighty help, my stronghold. The Lord is worthy of all praise. When I call, I am saved from my foes. The waves of death rose about me, the torrents of destruction assailed me, the snares of the grave entangled me, the traps of death confronted me. In my anguish I called to the Lord, I cried to my God for help. From his temple he heard my voice, my cry came to his ears. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen.
4: I I love love you, Lord. You are my strength. The Lord has saved me. He wanted me for his own. The Lord has saved me. He wanted me for his own.
10: Then the earth reeled and rocked. The mountains were shaken to their base. They reeled at his terrible anger. Smoke came forth from his nostrils, and scorching fire from his mouth. Coals were set ablaze by its heat. He lowered the heavens and came down, a black cloud under his feet. He came enthroned on the cherubim, he flew on the wings of the wind. He made the darkness his covering, the dark waters of the clouds his tent. A brightness shone out before him with hailstones and flashes of fire. The Lord thundered in the heavens, the Most High let his voice be heard. He shot his arrows, scattered the foe, flashed his lightnings and put them to flight. The bed of the ocean was revealed, the foundations of the world were laid bare at the thunder of your threat, O Lord, at the blast of the breath of your anger. From on high he reached down and seized me. He drew me forth from the mighty waters. He snatched me from my powerful foe, from my enemies whose strength I could not match. They assailed me in the day of my misfortune, but the Lord was my support. He brought me forth into freedom. He saved me because he loved me. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is is now, and and will be forever. Amen.
4: The Lord Lord has saved saved me. He He wanted me for his own. Lord, kindle a light for my guidance, and scatter my darkness.
8: Lord, kindle a light for my guidance, and and scatter my darkness.
10: He rewarded me because I was just, repaid me for my hands were clean. For I have kept the way of the Lord, and have not fallen away from my God. For his judgments are all before me. I have never neglected his commands. I have always been upright before him. I have kept myself from guilt. He repaid me because I was just, and my hands were clean in his eyes. You are loving with those who love you. You show yourself perfect with the perfect. With the sincere you show yourself sincere, but the cunning you outdo in cunning. For you save a humble people, but humble the eyes that are proud. You, O Lord, are my lamp, my God who lightens my darkness. With you I can break through any barrier. With my God I can scale any wall. Glory to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is, is now, and, and will be forever. Amen. Lord God, our strength and salvation, put in us the flame of your love, and make our love for you grow to a perfect love, which reaches to our neighbor. Lord, kindle a light for my nights and, and scatter my, my darkness. darkness.
8: The thoughts of my heart are always before you, O
4: Lord. You You are are my my help and and my my Redeemer. Redeemer.
3: From the Book of the Prophet Zechariah Thus says the Lord,
6: My wrath is kindled against the shepherds, and I will punish the leaders. For the Lord of hosts will visit his flock, the house of Judah, and make them his stately war horse. From him shall come leader and chief, from him warrior's bow and every officer. They shall all be warriors, trampling the mire of the streets in battle. They shall wage war because the Lord is with them, and shall put the horsemen to rout. I will strengthen the house of Judah, the house of Joseph I will save. I will bring them back, because I have mercy on them. They shall be as though I had never cast them off, for I am the Lord their God, and I will hear them. Then Ephraim shall be valiant men, and their hearts shall be cheered as by wine. Their children shall see it and be glad. Their hearts shall rejoice in the Lord. I will whistle for them to come together, and when I redeem them, they will be as numerous as before. I sowed them among the nations, yet in distant lands they remember me. They shall rear their children and return. I will bring them back from the land of Egypt and gather them from Assyria. I will bring them into Gilead and into Lebanon, but these shall not suffice them. I will cross over to Egypt and smite the ways of the seas, and all the depths of the Nile shall be dried up. The pride of Assyria shall be cast down, and the scepter of Egypt taken away. I will strengthen them in the Lord, and they shall walk in His name, says the Lord. Open your doors, Lebanon, that the fire may devour your cedars. Well, you cypress trees, for the cedars are fallen, the mighty have been despoiled. Well, you oaks of Bashan, for the impenetrable fortress is cut down. Hark, the wailing of the shepherds, their glory has been ruined. Hark, the roaring of the young lions, the jungle of the
3: Jordan is laid waste. The Word of the Lord. I shall restore
6: them, because I have compassion on them. For I am the Lord their God.
4: Their Their hearts hearts shall shall rejoice in the Lord. Lord.
6: On that day, the Lord of hosts shall be a crown of glory, a brilliant diadem for the remnant of his people.
8: Their Their hearts hearts shall shall rejoice in in the the Lord.
6: From a letter by Conrad of Marburg, Spiritual Director of St. Elizabeth From this time onward, Elizabeth's goodness greatly increased. She was a lifelong friend of the poor and gave herself entirely to relieving the hungry. She ordered that one of her castles should be converted into a hospital in which she gathered many of the weak and feeble. She generously gave alms to all who were in need, not only in that place, but in all the territories of her husband's empire. She spent all her own revenue from her husband's four principalities, and finally she sold her luxurious possessions and rich clothes for the sake of the poor. Twice a day, in the morning and in the evening, Elizabeth went to visit the sick. She personally cared for those who were particularly repulsive. To some she gave food, to others clothes. Some she carried on her own shoulders and performed many other kindly services. Her husband of happy memory gladly approved of these charitable works. Finally, when her husband died, she sought the highest perfection. Filled with tears, she implored me to let her beg for alms from door to door. On Good Friday of that year, when the altars had been stripped, she laid her hands on the altar in a chapel in her own town, where she had established the Friars Minor, and before witnesses, she voluntarily renounced all worldly display and everything that our Savior in the Gospel advises us to abandon. Even then, she saw that she could still be distracted by the cares and worldly glory which had surrounded her while her husband was alive. Against my will, she followed me to Marburg. In the town, she built a hospice where she gathered together the weak and the feeble. There she attended the most wretched and contemptible at her own table. Apart from these active good works, I declare before God that I have seldom seen a more contemplative woman. When she was coming from private prayer, some religious men and women often saw her face shining marvelously and light coming from her eyes like the rays of the sun. Before her death, I heard her confession. When I asked what should be done about her goods and possessions, she replied that, Anything which seemed to be hers belonged to the poor. She asked me to distribute everything except one worn out dress in which she wished to be buried. When all this had been decided, she received the body of our Lord. Afterward, until Vespers, she spoke often of the holiest things she had heard in sermons. Then she devoutly commended to God. All who were sitting near her, and as if falling into a gentle
4: sleep, she died.
6: You acted bravely, and your heart has been strengthened because you loved chastity. Your
8: Your name name will will be be praised forever. forever.
6: Your prayers and generosity have been accepted in God's sight, and because of them, He has remembered you. Your
4: Your name name will will be be praised forever. forever.
6: Let us pray.
5: O God, by whose gift St. Elizabeth of Hungary, recognized and revered Christ in the poor, grant through her intercession that we may serve with unfailing charity the needy and those afflicted. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen.
1: 24 minutes before the hour, today's gospel is coming up in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Wednesday, November 17th, 2021, the Memorial of St. Elizabeth of Hungary I'm Paul Sadiq, in today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the Dramatized Audio Bible, the Lord Tells the Parable of the Ten Pounds. It's from the 19th chapter of the Gospel of Luke. As they heard these things, he proceeded to tell a parable, because he was near to Jerusalem and because they supposed that the kingdom of God was to appear immediately.
0: A nobleman went into a far country to receive kingly power and then return. Calling ten of his servants, he gave them ten pounds and said to them, Trade with these till I come. But his citizens hated him and sent an embassy after him, saying, We do not want this man to reign over us. When he returned, having received the kingly power, he commanded these servants to whom he had given the money to be called to him, that he might know what they had gained by trading. The first came before him saying, Lord, your pound has made 10 pounds more. And he said to him, Well done, good servant. Because you have been faithful in a very little, you shall have authority over 10 cities. And the second came saying, Lord, your pound has made five pounds. And he said to him, And you are to be over five cities. Then another came saying, Lord, here is your pound, which I kept laid away in a napkin, for I was afraid of you because you are a severe man. You take up what you did not lay down and reap what you did not sow. He said to him, I will condemn you out of your own mouth, you wicked servant. You knew that I was a severe man, taking up what I did not lay down and reaping what I did not sow. Why then did you not put my money into the bank, and at my coming I should have collected it with interest? And he said to those who stood by, Take the pound from him and give it to him who has the ten pounds. And they said to him, Lord, he has ten pounds. I tell you that to everyone who has will more be given, But from him who has not, even what he has will be taken away. But as for these enemies of mine, who did not want me to reign over them, bring them here and
1: slay them before me. And when he had said this, he went on ahead, going up to Jerusalem. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, you'll find all of the daily mass readings on the relevant radio app. Well, Jesus was telling a parable about himself and the rejection which he faced not only at that time, but all the way down to the present day. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 5, Ordinary Time. While the ten trusted servants were busy with their trading, the other subjects of the absent nobleman had a different plan. But his citizens hated him and sent an embassy after him saying, We do not want this man to reign over us. The Lord must have felt considerable pain at the very thought of these words. Clearly, the parable was autobiographical in nature. Jesus is the nobleman who travels to a faraway land. The Lord was well aware of the rising hatred in the hearts of the Pharisees. Paradoxically, the more he manifested his goodness and mercy, the more his enemies hated him. How grieved the Master must have been in the face of this wholehearted rejection. Their hatred would soon find its culmination during the Passion and Crucifixion. The rejection in the parable is also meant to signify the treatment accorded to our Lord in subsequent centuries. In our own time there are abundant manifestations of this rebellious spirit. We find acts of hatred and indifference in literature, in the arts, in science, in family life. One can almost hear the defiant shout, We do not want this man to reign over us. He is the author of the universe and of every creature, but he does not lord it over us. He begs us to give him a little love as he silently shows us his wounds. Why then do so many people not know him? Why do we still hear that cruel protest? We do not want this man to reign over us. There are millions of people in this world who reject Jesus Christ in this way, or rather they reject his shadow, for they do not know Christ. They have not seen the beauty of his face. They do not realize how wonderful his teaching is. This sad state of affairs makes me want to atone to our Lord. When I hear that endless clamor expressed more in ignoble actions than in words, I feel the need to cry out, He must reign. For many years now, our Lord has urged me to repeat a silent cry, I will serve. Let us ask him to strengthen our desire to give ourselves, to be faithful to his calling with naturalness, without fuss or noise in the middle of everyday life. Let us thank him from the depth of our heart. We will pray to him as his subjects, as his sons, and our mouth will be filled with milk and honey. We will find great pleasure in speaking of the kingdom of God, a kingdom of freedom, a freedom he has won for us. Let us serve Jesus as our King and Lord, as the Savior of all mankind and of each one of us. I will serve you, Lord. This battle cry shall sound in the intimacy of our prayer. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Fifteen minutes before the hour... Time to pray. We join the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer.
5: God, come to my assistance.
4: Lord, Lord, make haste to help me.
5: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit.
4: As it was in the beginning,
5: is now,
9: and will be forever.
6: Amen. Alleluia.
9: wondrous love you show
7: In your light we see light itself.
4: O Lord, in your light we see light itself.
7: Sin
8: speaks to the sinner in the depths of his heart. There is no fear of God before his eyes.
6: He so flatters himself in his mind that he knows not his guilt. In his mouth are mischief and deceit. All wisdom is gone. He plots
8: the defeat of goodness as he lies on his bed. He has set his foot on evil ways. He clings to what is evil.
6: Your love, O Lord, reaches to heaven, your truth to the skies, your justice like God's mountain, your judgments like the deep.
8: To both man and beast you give protection. O Lord, how precious is your love. My God, the sons of men find
6: refuge in the shelter of your wings. They feast on the riches of your house. They drink from the stream of your delight. In you is the source of life, and in your light we see light. Keep on
8: loving those who know you, doing justice for upright hearts. Let the foot of the proud not crush me, nor the hand of the wicked cast me out.
6: See how the evildoers fall? flung down, they shall never arise.
8: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was was in in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, you are the source of unfailing light. Give us true knowledge of your mercy, so that we may renounce our pride and be filled with the riches of your house.
7: O Lord, in your light we we see light itself.
0: O God, you are great and glorious, we marvel at your power.
9: O God, you You are great great and glorious, glorious. we We marvel marvel at at your your power.
6: Strike up the instruments, a song to my God with timbrels. Chant to the Lord with cymbals. Sing to him a new song. EXALT AND ACCLAIM HIS NAME.
8: A NEW HYMN I WILL SING TO MY GOD. O LORD, GREAT ARE YOU AND GLORIOUS, WONDERFUL IN POWER AND UNSURPASSABLE.
6: LET YOUR EVERY CREATURE SERVE YOU. FOR YOU SPOKE AND THEY WERE MADE. YOU SENT FORTH YOUR SPIRIT AND THEY WERE CREATED. NO ONE CAN RESIST YOUR WORD.
8: THE MOUNTAINS TO THEIR BASES AND THE SEAS ARE SHAKEN. The rocks, like wax, melt before your glance. But to those who fear you, you are very merciful.
6: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit.
4: As As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen.
9: O God, you are great and glorious.
10: We marvel at your power.
6: Exalt in God's presence with hymns of praise. Exalt Exalt in in God's God's presence presence with with hymns of praise. All peoples, clap your hands. Cry to God with shouts of joy. For the Lord the Most High we must fear, great King over all the earth. He subdues peoples under us and nations under our feet. Our inheritance, our glory, is from him, given to Jacob, out of love. God goes up with shouts of joy. The Lord goes up with trumpet blast. Sing praise for God. Sing praise. Sing praise to our King. Sing praise. God is King of all the earth. Sing praise with all your skill. God is King over the nations. God reigns on his holy throne. The princes of peoples are assembled, with the people of Abraham's God. The rulers of the earth belong to God, to God all who reigns over all. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit.
4: As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen.
6: Let us
5: pray. God, King of all peoples and all ages, it is your victory we celebrate as we sing with all the skill at our command. Help us always to overcome evil by good, and we may rejoice in your triumph forever.
4: Exult in God's God's presence presence with hymns of praise.
8: A reading from the Letter to the Romans Brothers, I beg you, through the mercy of God, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God your spiritual worship. Do not conform yourselves to this age, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, so that you may judge what is God's will, what is good, pleasing, and perfect. The Word of the Lord.
5: Thanks be to God.
8: The Lord will help her His loving presence will be with her.
5: The
4: Lord will help her. His His loving presence will be with her.
8: He dwells in her. She will not falter. His loving presence will be with her. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. The Lord will help her.
5: His loving presence will be with her. All the world will recognize you as my disciples when they see the love you have one for another.
8: Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free.
7: He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through
8: his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our
7: enemies and to guide our
8: feet into the way of peace.
7: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as
8: it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen.
5: All the world will recognize you as my disciples when they see the love you have one for another. My brothers, with all the holy women, let us profess our faith in our Savior and call upon Him. Come, Come, Lord Lord Jesus. Jesus. Lord Jesus, you forgave the sinful woman because she loved much.
8: Forgive us who have sinned much. Come, Come, Lord Jesus.
5: Lord Jesus, Jesus, the holy women ministered to your needs during your journeys.
8: Help us to follow your footsteps.
7: Come, Come, Lord Lord
5: Jesus. Lord Jesus, Master, Mary listened to your words while Martha served your needs.
8: Help us to serve you with love and devotion. Come, Come Lord, Lord Jesus. Jesus.
5: Lord Jesus, you call everyone who does your will your brother, sister, and mother.
8: Help us to do what is pleasing to you in word and action.
4: Come, Come Lord, Lord Jesus.
5: Jesus. Let us conclude our prayers with the Lord's Prayer
4: Our, our Father. Father
5: by whose gift St. Elizabeth of Hungary, recognized and revered Christ in the poor, grant through her intercession that we may serve with unfailing charity the needy and those afflicted. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life.
1: Amen. Amen. John and Glenn are standing by with morning air in just a few minutes. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's get together again tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the relevant radio app. In the meantime, you go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord.
0: Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org.